Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Strong Stylish Podcast, a branch focused on spreading the word about the wonderful, hard-hitting world of Joshi Wrestling. I'm your host, Sonoda, and this past week, we had two big shows happen. We had Stardom's 10-9 show that happened at Osaka Joe Hall, and then we had Russell Prentice from the same date that happened at Oda Ward Gymnasium. And we also had the return, finally, of Main Event MoMA as well as a bunch of wild Reho signings in the past weeks. And a bunch of stardom wrestlers have gotten new gear and new entry music. And about a month ago or a little over a month ago, uh, stardom special matches happened at uh, NJPW's Wrestle Grand Slam, which I believe is the first time they've ever televised any of them. So that was awesome to see. And I'll be talking about all that and more coming up. So stay tuned. Moving right along to topic number one, I wanted to touch on the stardom special matches that happened at New Japan's Wrestle Grand Slam. In particular, just the fact that seeing them in an open dome like that was incredibly awesome. Uh, seeing DDM's entrance, which honestly should make zero sense for them, but it also makes all the sense in the world for Julia and Sherry to come out like that. Um, I didn't get to watch the first one, which is Lady C and Micah versus uh, Momo and Kamitani, but I did get to watch the second one, which was. Um, Julie and Sherry versus uh, Momo and Kamitani. But out of those four, there's one person I want to talk about in particular. And I'm talking about the one, the only, the incomparable, Saya Busa, Saya Kamitani, ladies and gentlemen. What a star she is going to be. It's incredible. The thing she's already able to do, she started off, her finisher when she debuted was a running shooting star press. She gets it. Uh, she has a great look. She has a great gimmick. She understands she's already an entertainer, so she has all the tools in the world to be at the top. At this, you know, she's still getting better. She's still a little, not the greatest wrestler in the world. But, you know, the fact that she won the Cinderella this year shows that stardom has a lot of chips in her. So there are a few moves that I would give her personally. You know, just if I were to flesh out her moves at myself. Uh, I would give her Jeff Hardy's uh, sit out face buster suplex, which would actually let her transition fairly well into her float over Muda lock. That would help her out a lot. I would also give her the test drive, which was the reverse swinging neck breaker that Tess used to do. I think that would look sweet off the top rope. I would give her the Harlem hangover. And that honestly, that would look great with all her tassels and everything just flowing while she's doing it. That'd be a great, great visual for her. And as for a super big move, she already has a great, two great finishers with Star Crusher and the Phoenix Splash. I wouldn't take those away. I wouldn't change those. But for like a big move, like how Tom uses the uh, Steiner screwdriver in big matches, I would give her the Made in Japan. I think with her body, she could make that look sweet. By her body, I mean that she has a very unique body type in Joshi. For the most part, most Joshi wrestlers are very compact. But she is tall and slender, and I think that's going to be a big X factor. Her X factor for her going forward in her career, it's going to help her stand out more. And yeah, so I think you know, keep an eye out for Kamatani. She'll be doing, she'll be playing spoiler pretty soon, both figuratively, figuratively and literally, in stardom. So yeah, keep an eye out. 
All right, let's move right along to the main topic of today's episode. As you can see by this sweet graphic that uh, Over by Design has made for me, I'm going to be talking about the uh, Princess Tag Team title run of Rika Tatsumi and Mia Watanabe that started on November 3rd, 2019 at DGC Ultimate Party. Uh, before I start talking about the whole run, there's a couple of videos I would like you, I would implore you guys to check out uh, from a channel named Joe Shizzle. They cover two very important topics that help you get caught up if you're new to JJPW and you had no idea what's going on and you're wondering why there's animosity in this match. Uh, the first one is of the Dragon Bombers consisting of Rika Tatsumi and Maho Kirone and their whole rivalry with uh, the then Shin Bishigun. And the second video is on Misao, who is in this match and is now part of the now uh, Neo Bishkigun. It covers that whole rivalry she has with Rika Tatsumi and Rika trying to break through to her to get her to put her match back on and become a hero again. Let's move on to uh, match number one at DDT Ultimate Party. Uh, Rika Tatsumi and Miwa Watanabe versus uh, Neo Bishigun of Misao and Saki-sama. Uh, it starts off with a little exchange between Misao and Miyu. Uh, Rika gets tagged in. She's, she's trying to get uh, Saki-sama. She's trying to go her into tagging herself in, but uh, Saki-sama is having none of that. They do some uh, intersection rope running, which I'm assuming is because this is at the time as far as I'm aware of, the biggest show that TJ, TJPW has ever ran. So I'm assuming they are very nervous in front of this very, very large crowd. So I'm assuming this rope running is kind of them running it off, trying to get their uh, nerves back. Um, Saki tries to kick Rika in the back, but she catches uh, Rika's Caesar and uh, doesn't fall for it. She then reverses um, a German uh, Misao then runs her into the ropes, which then Saki then kicks her in the back. I see these two, uh, Rika getting thrown out to the outside and getting a spine kick from Saki-sama. And then Misao gets her staff and starts assaulting Rika with it. And on the other side, um, Saki-sama gets the other side of the ring and gives a running PK straight to uh, Miu's chest on the other side of the ring. Uh, she texts staff. I believe at this moment that Masao is still the legal participant. She gets a top group, uh, dragon screw. Miu gets a hot tag. She's really leaning, leaning into her shoulder tackles. I really love how she does that. It's, uh, she's very good at that when she leans into her shoulder tackle to knock someone down. She proceeds to double scoop slam, uh, Masao and Saki Sama. It's a giant swing. On Misao, but then Saki Sama breaks up the uh, follow up Boston Crab with a bicycle kick. Uh, she then, Misao then uh, reverse Irish whips me back into the corner, drop toe hold, and hits a big rising knee. She kind of throws like that, uh, that triple H rising knee he throws. She throws something very similar to that. Uh, hits a big bicycle kick, knocking me, uh, knocking down Miyu and Rika off the apron. She, uh, Saki Sama then starts hitting Mew, lighting her chest up with chest kicks. Throws her into the opposite corner that she was in and then proceeds to hit her with a nice Yakuza kick. Mew kicks out. 
She gets Saki up for the uh, teardrop, but is reversed into a nice Brazilian kick. She then, Mew then hits a nice shoulder block onto Saki-sama that kind of buckles her, doesn't knock her down, but kind of like crumples her into the bottom rope. Rika gets tagged in. She's a house of fire getting these top, getting these, not the top rope, but getting these uh, hip attack going. Misao then gets a blind tag, rolls up Rika uh, for a two. She then holds on to it into a cross face chicken wing, uh, but Rika then rolls through, rolls, rolls back through it, gets up and drop kicks in the knee, which is a really sweet reversal. That was really nice. Uh, Sal then avoids the top rope flying peach. Rika fights off both of them, but then gets cut off by Saki Sama into a 3D, which then Sal follows up into her Vanda Toss. It's kind of like a modified Tiger Driver. Um, that without the spike, it's more like an angel wings finish. If you've ever seen the angel's wings, it's pretty similar to that. Uh, Miu then interjects herself, gets Masao up for, on her shoulders and like a, dom- a dominator position, setting up for their double team finish, the uh, Daydream Eternity. Hakuma, uh, they hit that. Saki then cuts him off. Miu avoids the Academy Award kick, but then she follows it up with her sweet uh, shotgun drop kick. She kind of like picks her head up and then she boots you right in the chest, which is really, really sweet. Uh, Miu then fights back, hits a big overhand chop, hits the finally hits her teardrop, which is it's kind of like it's a alternate version. I wouldn't say it's a, a modified. It's more the way they land, it's a little bit different than the big ending, but it's a similar kind of move. If you've seen the big ending, you will have seen the uh, her teardrop. Masao um, and Rika are fired up. This is, you know, where all the animosity comes into play here. They're lighting each other up with big forearms, slaps. Masao um, uh, catches Rika with a big knee. They trade finisher, finisher attempts. Uh, Rika hits the ropes, ducks. Hits a big shotgun drop kick to both of their opponents. Twist of fate. Top rope hip attack. One, two, three. New champions. Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi defeat Saki-sama and, and Misao to win the Princess Tag Team titles in 13 minutes and 46 seconds. Uh, overall, this is this match is I would give a big recommendation to. Um, there's a lot going on to it. It it's not too long, as you can see. It's only it's less than 14 minutes. Um, if you have the time, go check it out. It is a very good match. It has a lot of built-in story and intrigue into it. So, if you want to get into TJPW and you uh, you like what you hear, uh, go check it out. Moving right along to match number two, Princess Tag Team Titles, Mia Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi defending against the Bakuretu sisters, Nodoka Tenma and Yuki Aino. Um, as far as a recommendation for this match, I would give a tentative to that because the final match in this run, they have a rematch with the Bakuretu sisters. Uh, spoiler alert, but... Um, this match kind of sets it up because at this point, the Bakuretus or Bakuretus sisters have been trying to get the tag team titles for quite a while. But man, the Bakuretus sisters are sweet. They're, they're basically the Steiner sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, me and I know start this match off, uh, 
the Bakarazu sisters, excuse me, that consist of uh, Yuki, Aino, and Noriko Tenma. Uh, Miyu and Aino start this match out fired up. They're screaming. They're throwing shoulder tackles. They can't. Uh, no one can uh, get the advantage. Get an advantage on the other one. Uh, starts up with chain wrestling. Uh, the Bakarazu sisters hit a nice tandem splash sent on. It always looks sweet. Uh, Miyu hits a snug running elbow. Uh, Bear hug carries. I believe it's Tenma at this point. Um, then they hit. Uh, Rika does a people's elbow style move. I don't know how else to call it. I've always just called her elbow drop the uh, people's elbow. So they hit a double people's elbow. Uh, Miyu then body slams. Uh, me, uh, Rika onto. I know, I believe. Uh, Rika then locks on, locks in a body scissors. Noriko gets the hot tag. She's really throwing her weight around. She gets her, she gets her leg caught in the rope, and then uh, Rika then follows it up with a drop kick to the knee, and then she follows that up with another running drop kick, but this time on the outside, running on the apron, drop kicking her knee into the turnbuckle, dragon screw in the ropes. She then tries to follow it up with the hip attack, trying to keep all the momentum going. But uh, Tenma holds on uh, and turns that into a Samoan drop. Miyu then gets the tag as shoulder tackle. She hits a giant swing, which is very impressive considering how how much larger her, their opponents are. The crowd is getting fired up. Really, they're really getting into this one. Miyu can't get her up into the backpack position, uh, which then turns into a power slam. Uh, I know gets a tag sunset flip, uh, but then she stays on her hands and knees and Tenma jumps off of her and does the hardy spot. But instead of doing like a whisper in the wind, she does a flying cross body. It looks super sweet. I know then transitions that into a, uh, kind of like a camel clutch position, but instead of the camel clutch, she does a full Nelson and she's pulling back and it looks really nasty. Like looks like she's bending me you in half. Uh, they try to follow that up with their tag team finish the Steiner Bulldog but uh, Miyu fights out of that uh, Rika and Miyu then hit the double team twist of fate Rika hits a hip attack that sends Tenma to the outside gets a backbreaker for a two but then gets caught by Aino's gut wrench suplex but uh, Aino is too tired to capitalize so we get a double down she then gets Miyu back into a master, the master lock uh, position uh, Miyu fights out of that hits an overhand chop hits her teardrop one two three defense number one is in the books um, and this was at the 1.4 Kurikan show from 2020 and this match they defeat they defended their bouts against the Brock Sisters in 13 minutes and 42 seconds and this is where I took a little detour, you know, as I was going through these matches and checking out the cards, um, I saw a little, little match, you know, the corner of my, my eye, you know, I'm, I'm looking respectfully, of course, but I saw Sari versus Natsumi Maki on that same card. And I had to watch that knowing how good not to poi the now not to poi is, uh, I had to watch this. And, um, I did not know that this is, a not, uh, not to poi's return match from an injury. So when she comes out, man, she gets 
Like it's like the skies open and the heavens is raining down streamers on her. It's just gold everywhere. It's it's a sweet visual. It's it's nice to know that even back then she was still loved and adored. Um, but this match is really cool. It's kind of like uh, sorry trying to get not too you to prove herself. The whole match is like she's kicking her ass the whole match, but the whole match she kind of like telling not to like come on is that the best you got? Like come on give it like come on like give it to me, show me what you got. So. That match is really fun. I would really, I would recommend this match uh, as a good watch. It's only 12 minutes. So, you, you know, it's not too much out of your way to go watch it. So this is another match I would highly recommend you go check out for yourself. I don't want to talk about it too much. But there's no, it's kind of, it's a fight. So if you're into that kind of style, this will be right up your alley. And we'll move on right along to match number three. Uh, Princess Tag Team Titles, Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi defending against Maki Ito and Raku. How we got here was by Raku pinning Miu in a uh, six-woman tag, getting her first pinfall victory over Miu. And this is what set up this uh, title match. This is also the match where I believe Rika debuts her new gear, uh, which is really sweet. She has probably the best gear in TJPW, arguably. It's just super clean, and it stands out a lot. Pure white, silver. It just looks really sweet. Um, man, uh, Maki's entrance is just too, too good. Even in this small, they're in a small little venue. They are at uh, KFC Hall. I forgot to mention that. And this match took place on July 4th, 2020. Um, yeah, we, this the reason why there's it went from January to... Uh, uh, July here is because of the pandemic, so a lot of things got canceled. So now we're picking up back up where we left off. Uh, yeah, but Maki comes out, and even in the small room, she's commanding everybody's attention. So even back then, you know, before uh, the whole Princess Cup run, she was still, um, you know, how do I put it? She was still like a growing superstar. She was. Still on the run. She's been on the run of her life uh, for the past uh, couple of years. Uh, ever since she went to uh, AEW, I know that was kind of like a little bit. Some people didn't really know how to uh, react to her, but yeah, she's put in a lot of work for since 2019 is when she when she held the uh, international princess title to now. Uh, she's a completely different person, completely different wrestler, and man, she's come a long way, and very proud of that for her. Very happy for her. Uh, this match starts off and uh, Rika denies the Oyosumi Express. Rika, how could you? But then Rika gets a double bulldog for her trouble. Miyu's kind of laying it on, laying her forearm stiff on Raku, as I say, like trying to get revenge to avenge her, uh, her loss to her. Uh, Rika's drop kicks are always so crisp. Uh, this match is kind of the, uh, it's the Maki show. Um, Maki does a lot. She's throwing a lot of Kokeshis. Does her whole? She was the cutest in the world. Uh, the room reacts. They're they're on fire. It's a very small room, like I said, but they're very much into this match. Uh, she locks in her Edo special in the ropes. Uh, they then follow that up with the double team brain chop. Brain chop, excuse me. Uh, Rika then hits a tilt toward backbreaker onto Maki, I believe. Uh, Raku gets tagged, gets giant swung by Miyu. 
Rika and Maki get back into the ring. Uh, this is the only little botch in this match. It's not too big of a deal, but I don't know if they're sweaty or uh, Maki just couldn't get the right angle on it, but she was having a little bit of trouble getting her tornado DDT running off the turnbuckle. Not a big deal, but it's noticeable. It takes her a few tries to get it. Uh, Raku then hits a sweet sling blade, gets a great near fall, but then she uh, follows that up with an even better move. It's a move you don't see too often. It's simple, but you know, it's a move that I think more people should use. It's a, she hits a straight jacket, side Russian leg sweep, which is awesome. Uh, Miu then uh, kicks out, muscles up Raku for the teardrop. Uh, one, two, three, defense number two is in the books. Uh, post-match promo, proud champions. They, they are then interrupted by Masao and Shoko. Uh, that and that sets up the next defense match number four, uh, Princess Tag Team Titles, Miyu and Rika defending against Ms. Hyper Masao and Shoko Nakajima. This takes place at uh, TJPW Brand New Wrestling at Corican Hall on July twenty third. This match is thirteen minutes and fifty seconds long. Uh, I wrote banger alert to start off because it goes from Shoko's theme which is my favorite theme in the whole company straight into Miyu's theme and it doesn't get as much better until it gets cut off by Rika's theme which I don't hate Rika's theme but it I don't know it sounds weird because I don't know if they slowed it down later on in her run like when she started wrestling more singles her song always like feels sped up in all these matches so that was always a little bit off to me um, this match starts off with hesitant handshakes because they know of Masao's shenanigans, as well as uh, you'll see later on, uh, Shoko as well. Masao and uh, Rika both tag out. Now we have Miyu and Shoko in. <laughs> Masao hits Cold Spray, Miyu's uh, Cold Spray's Miyu in the face, rolls up for a two count. Shoko gets a hot tag, hits a sweet step up, uh, drop pick off of Miyu's back. Kicking uh, Rika off the apron. Uh, this is where the uh, aforementioned shenanigans start happening when uh, the ref actually gets stinger splashed by uh, Miu. And then Shoko and Mi uh, Masao sweep her legs out, pull her through the, uh, the turnbuckle, and duct tape her feet together. Uh, Masao is about to commit a vesicular band slaughter. But then Miu sits up and hugs the turnbuckle, avoiding the bicycle attack. And then as she's trying to rip off the tape, uh, Shoko cuts off Rika, who's trying to help her. Shoko then brings out her bag of kaiju toys and hits uh, hits Miu in the back. They get back in the ring. Shoko spreads them all over the floor. She then uh, avoids a stinger splash by uh, pushing uh Miyu onto the top uh turnbuckle and then falls that up with a very sweet uh triangle drop kick then uh tries to hit her with a Frankensteiner but then Miyu just pushes her off into the toys and every time uh every time Shoko shuts up the toys she always spreads them out but then she always finds Mecha Godzilla and make sure always make sure he's standing up but then when she does this this time she puts him stands him up makes it all nice and then he just falls over which is a good little laugh 
after the Frankensteiner, Miu then body slams uh, Shoko right onto Mecha Godzilla. Ouch! At least it's not Legos. You sick fucks when you do Lego death matches. I hate all of you. Let's see where was I. So, okay. Oh, then then the ah, excuse me, that was awkward. Um, Shoko and Masao then get caught in a tandem giant swing, an airplane spin. Rika then transitions that into a dragon sleeper. Then we get some. I didn't know how else to describe it. We get some nice double team hero offense by Shoko and Masao. Shoko then locks in an op- octopus hold in the ropes on Miyu. Uh, Masao hits the final cut, but Rika kicks out. They hit a double team twist to fate. Paul and Rika follows it up with a top rope pip attack for the one, two, three. Defense number three is in the books. And this next match, um, there's not too much to go over. It's it's actually the longest match in the rain at clocking in at 18 minutes, 20 seconds. And what all of this really showed me is that they have a lot of faith in their two opponents. It is Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi taking on Mariah Mayumi and Susan May at TJB, TJPW Live With Your Time at Shinagawa Grand Hall in Tokyo on September 21st, 2020. Uh, like I said, this match uh, was the, is, this match is the main event of the card, so it got more time than usual. Uh, this match uh, kind of really put over Suzume. They uh, isolate her a lot. They're, she gets most of the heat in this match. They're trying to ground her, make uh, I, uh, neutralize her high flying abilities. Uh, there is a cool spot where Suzume does like a figure eight misdirection where she runs through uh, Rika and Miyu. And then Mirai catches them with a double line, which is, that was really sweet. Uh, she, Rika locks in the figure four for the first time on the run, and she locks it in. And Suzume is just fighting, crawling, trying to scratch the ropes. It, it was it was really cool because kind of put over Suzume's guts and determination not to give up. Um, they then try to set up Mirai for the double twist to fate, and then this is where the the figure four, uh, figure eight misdirection spot happens. The double clothesline. Suzume gets a close two. Rika then hits a twist of fate top rope pip attack on Suzume. One, two, three. Defense number four is in the books. And then, yeah, here we go. This is the match. I knew this match was going to be so fucking good. This is the other match I would really recommend from this run for you to go check out. Match number six, Princess Tag Team Titles. Bakuretsu Sisters. The Bakuretsu Sisters of Noroka Tenma and Yuki Aino defeat. Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi. This match took place at TJPW Wrestle, Wrestle Princess 1 at Tokyo Dome City Hall on November 7th, 2020, um, ending their reign at 370 days. This match clocks in at 17 minutes and one second. I was fired up before this match even started. They start off with the pre-match promo and I was like, oh, here we go. After almost a year, eleven months, this is a, this very much has a big fight feel to it. Uh, there's a pre-match promo detailing both teams' uh, path to getting here. The Bakuretsu sisters trying to claw their way back into number one contendership, and the uh, uh, daydreams 
a journey in defending these belts for almost a year. There's a big show of respect at the beginning. The Bakarasa sisters hit a double team splash, like a tandem splash onto uh, Miyu. They do like the Steiner. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what do you call that? The uh, dog pile pin where like one pushes up. So Tenma is on top of Aino pushing, like doing like the Steiner thing. And then Rika breaks up the pin with a nice uh, elbow drop. Gets height on it too. She didn't have to do that. But then as they break, as she breaks it up, she as she's getting up, she gives them a face like, how fucking dare you? Uh, Rika then starts working over Aino's leg. And then um let's see she's working over Aino's leg and then she runs and forms uh ten off of the apron falls that up she then uh hangs Aino's knee into into the ropes runs drop kicks that Mew gets a tag continues to work over Aino's leg and this is a thing I really liked about Daydream's teamwork is that Mew's offense doesn't target the leg but when she gets tagged in she'll still continue to work over the legs to help uh further the damage that uh rika is already inflicting to help with her figure four so i really appreciate that little 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 uh detail about their tag team is that even though miyu does nothing with the legs she still will come in and uh continue to attack them to help her partner uh, Miyu reverses the double team, double body slams the Bakuresu sisters. Man, this girl is strong. She's really great. She's even uh, even now, present day, she hit a uh, double giant swing. She double she giant swung two people at the same time. If you haven't seen that, you can catch that gif on Twitter somewhere. Just type in uh, Miyu Watanabe uh, double giant swing. I'm pretty sure you'll find it somewhere. Uh, Rika then tags in it's a uh, top rope dragon screw Tenma then rolls Rika through figure four attempt into a huge fall away slam it's just like, uh, like a backdrop senton I believe Tenma backdrops um, I know onto her Rika reverses a headlock position by running into the turnbuckle and doing a backflip turning it into a dragon sleeper locks that in tight um, Tenma then tries to break it up but then Miu catches her and gets her into the Argentine backbreaker position um, uh, she, I know then falls to her knees and Rika's cranking it back uh, Tenma then fights out breaks it up uh, I know gut wrench I know uh, falls it up with a gut wrench suplex to uh, Rika double down Miu gets the tags Stinger splash. It's a mean shoulder tackle. I mean, she's really she really laid that one in there. Hits a gets some torque on her giant swing. She's going like this crowd's fired up. She's fired up. She's getting some torque on. She's going really fast on this one. Uh, I know fights out of it. Uh, fights out of the Canadian backbreaker into a, a reverse DDT. And this is where it starts going for me. I was like, okay. Uh, Miu connects with the snug overhand chop. Aino sprawls out of the of a, of a teardrop attempt. Miu hits a stiff baseball chop. 
Final sells it. She crumples to her knees like her soul left her body. The expression on her face was priceless. You can't do it much better. Uh, Miu then hits the teardrop. Tenwa breaks up the pen attempt. Rika's... Oh, she, yeah. Rika stuns uh, Tenma with a slap. I thought she like hit her with a stunner. I was like, wait a minute. That didn't happen. Uh, double twin twist the fate attempt. Gets thwarted. Another big spallway slam. Uh, I know then catches not I know Tenma catches Rika's uh, hip attack hip, hip attack attempt uh, turning it into an unprettier she holds the waist and then the transition that into an unprettier and this is where I knew these girls were in the impact zone throwing up the double C's for the peeps I'm fired up they're fired up they followed up with Steiner Bulldog Mew slips out of a UBV attempt ultimate burning suplex uh, ultimate burning ultimate burning venus it is a modified butterfly suplex it's kind of like a sit out butterfly suplex does that make sense uh they start slugging it out throwing his forearms around i know then hits the scene the shoulder block hits the ubv one two three new champions there's a, a much better way for them to drop the belt honestly this there isn't a more deserving team than the Bakarets scissors they finally get their big win at wrestle princess can uh can't be more fitting uh you don't have to feel too bad for our champions though after this not long after this rika wins the uh princess princess championship from yuka and her first defense is against her daydream partner mia watanabe and i may cover that in the next episode to follow that up and close this chapter so if you'd like to see that let me know um but yeah that was the topic that was a fun little thing that i wanted to watch um because i didn't get to experience this as it was happening or you know as it was live because i wasn't watching tjbw at the time so again to watch this and experience it um also maybe really really like rika she's become one of my favorite wrestlers in tjpw so it was a good good experience for me and uh following this up uh Going into the next uh, section of the podcast, I will be joined by my guest, uh, Storm. So uh, keep uh, keep listening and I'll be right back. Let's go. All right, let's move it on to the main event. We had two shows. We had the Stardom 10.9. Uh, the what, what was it called? Osaka, was it Osaka Dream? Uh, I think so. It was in Osaka Joho, right? Yeah, it was in Osaka Joho. So they usually just call. Pretty sure it was a uh, subtitled Osaka, Osaka, eh, Osaka Dream. Excuse me. And then we had the show we're going to be talking about, which is Wrestle Wrestle Princess Two, which took place at uh, Oda Ward Gymnasium on the same night, exactly. ten nine. Uh, lots of fun stuff happened. We had a lot of lot of guests this this time wasn't as it was a major show there was not nearly as much build as there was towards Russell Princess 1 which kind of unfortunate but yeah like the title matches were just kind of thrown together except the main event the show was very much a one match card yeah it was built like in one show like the the two matches where she has built as a as an afterthought after after yeah, the they were matches like, happened. They were like, oh shit, we need title matches. So yeah, yeah, it was like, okay, Maki like spent like the whole year getting to this point. But for like New Bishkun, for example, like it all it was it was because Yuka just came out and said, Hey, I want that. 
And, and because Mizuki was in tag match, that was just, just happened. Yeah. And then same thing with the Yuki Aino getting her uh, international princess title shot. It was she, they were in a tag match and she happened to pin Hikari. Yeah, yeah and, that, which is weird because she just recently lost to, to Miyu and it's like, okay, yeah. another shot. Yeah, to me, she's turning into their jungle where they just kind of, they need someone to go for a title, but they don't have anybody to. So they're just like, fuck it. Yuki Aino. Yeah, she's just strong and she yeah. can work a good match. So and she's just she, there. And she something. loses. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there is always someone that's all that that's all i would ever think about watching stardom it's like god just give her a belt that's not a tag belt please give her the white belt she would have the run of her lifetime but no gotta give it to julia uh, that's how it is <laughs> okay let's start off with uh match number one six man tag or six woman tag actually harold neko Kaya Toribami in Maho Kiryu versus Palm Harajuku, Raku, and the guest, the, the guest for this match, Ram Kaichao. I would say that was like the the, the biggest uh like got, announcement when it came. The no, biggest she, shock. Yeah, she definitely got the uh the biggest reaction out of out of the three. Although I did not expect uh Vanny to be on this card. Not gonna lie to you. Like she's like the last person I would think that would show up in like GDHPW. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, everyone was like shocked. I remember my, my feet going crazy. Everyone's just talking about her that it, it just like covered every, everything else that was, that was just reported on the card. And I mean, it, it was, it was a great surprise. It was a, it was, it was a nice, nice thing to open mm-hmm. the show. So I'm, I'm happy it happened. Yeah. They paired it with the right person, like it, with Kamiya. That was, they couldn't think of anybody better besides like Marika. That would have been like the only other person she could have tagged with. That would have made some sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so Ram Ram's appearance, though, is a little bit different because she's like, you know, TJBW's like, you know, most of them are cute or, you know, have some sort of ganky. Like idolish. Yeah, persona. Yeah, idol persona. And then she comes out here with like this, you know, her her thirst jacket, you know, just ass out everyone talking about it no one, no one talking about the match everyone just oh my god runs it tired like everyone's yeah, very, she was very just, like it caught me off guard like she this is too sexy for tjpw it was a little it threw, threw me off a little bit yeah and especially when she was put with like two people who are yeah. like to, to lead like that raku was yeah raku has the greatest. biggest fucking dress of all time yeah yeah and then palm is like uh, you know this like kind of like uh, childish outfit that yeah. child, that she, energy of, of the child. Like a farmer. <laughs> yeah. to me, she looks like that girl you know, that sells cookies to, to to people. You know, like the a girl like in, in, in a camp. Yeah, Girl Scout. Yeah, like this stuff. Uh, she looks like yeah. To me, yeah. And, and it's just so weird because you shin. <laughs> yeah, buy my cookies or I'll break your shin. But uh, it was a very weird. I weird believe place. this is a return match for uh, Kirio though. Kirio, though, right? Passion Blue finally mm. came back. She was gone for a while. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's actually true. And I totally forgot about yeah, this it. Is yeah. a, this is a fun little match. No, not, no, nothing to write home about. Was it, uh, who picked up the pinfall on this? If, if, if I remember correctly, I think, I think it was Paul. It was just, you know, fun opener. Not, nothing special. It was just going there, yeah. fun, 
fun like moves and sequences and they just just to get the crowd going you know yeah there's literally like if you're going to a tjpw show there's there's no better way to get the crowd into it than with the osumi express like oh that that's that's a fact like they put they put uh wrestlers to sleep and then the crowd they they wake up the crowd it's kind of it's kind of weird it it works it's a weird dynamic with her with her stuff uh next match was a it was supposed to be a singles match between Hyper Masao and Noto Katenma, which would, been, which would have been good on its own. But then we have a returning Rika Tatsumi who had to take some time off for some personal family reasons, I believe. She came back. Yeah, yeah so it was family reasons. Yeah. And uh, Masao came out with like the most ridiculous Rika sign. <laughs> kind of feel bad for Notoka in this match because like... <laughs> Misawa yeah, was basically ignoring her the whole time, just trying to pop Rika. You, you know, no one noticed, but Misawa actually had a new attire for this show. Her attire had kind of had more brighter colors and it just it had a little different shade. Yeah. It like, just wasn't the same attire. It was like a more of like an emerald green than her bright. Yeah, green. yeah. And, and basically. <laughs> Or Nodoka just felt sad because you know it, yeah. it was her singles match. And yeah, this is supposed to be her big moment. Up. She hasn't had a big singles match on a pay per view, has she? I don't. I don't remember a single one. She was like always mostly in tag stuff. So no, she wrestled Maki a few months ago when Maki was on her run. It wasn't during the yeah, uh, like, the tournament, but it was just like a random singles match they had, which was good. Yeah, but it's you know big show. Yeah, it's a big show. Kind of like, but still, she's not. You know, the Bakarex's sisters got their time to shine, even though I know get got more time, obviously later on tonight. Definitely. But yeah, it's a fun, you know, same thing, fun match. You know, Rika. You it know, was very funny. Being a bully, mostly. Yeah, because Rika <laughs> was bullying both, and I don't know, it was actually a surprise that you would expect, you know, top talent like Rika to pick up the win at a return match, which she did not. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Picked up the win, which is yeah. you know I'm not you know I'm not gonna argue with that you know I'm I'm cool with that you know Nodoka, give give Nodoka some love. Oh, I'm not, I'm I'm not disappointed with yeah. that because it's it's like a good like oh yeah. if she's beefing with uh, with Misao for no reason they're just arguing and that's why they both lost it's it's a fun dynamic and, and then on the next show and, they tagged all three all three of them tagged together the next show. <laughs> Rika was still a bully. Yeah, she didn't she, learn anything. She she was kicking uh, her teammates and then she started choking uh, Kiryu. <laughs> she woke up and shows violence. And that, that, that's how it seems. <laughs> and then like. Susan makes her <laughs> stop her and then she gets thrown. Yeah, she, she's she's mean. A great match, like very very fun. Uh, I uh, not much action going on, but for yeah, character work. Like if, you, if you've seen their matches, you. You know what happens. Like they go, yeah, through, yeah, they go through their emotions, and they have a good match. I really enjoyed it. Like I did. That. I, I, I think did. it's it's worth watching. Rika's too good to not have on the show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, but this match actually, like, because I was watching earlier the uh, when Masao was when Hyper Masao was just Masao, and that whole rivalry she had with Rika during that time. So seeing, you know, back then Rika was trying to break through to her and get her to, you know, come back to her senses. And then going to this match where Hyper Marcel is like the biggest Rika mark of all time. 
it oh oh we forgot she was wearing uh, Rika's uh, shirt in the in the show after this. Yeah, like that was, <laughs> yeah, she came out with the shirt and everything. Oh my god! And then what? now 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 Rika is mean. I don't know what's going on. She has a mean streak going. She's going for the belt. Yeah, I, I know it. There's only two people that can give the belt to right now, and that would be either Rika or Shoko. Or Riho, like honestly, if Riho, if Riho decides to stay for a little bit, I can see that happening. Possible, possible. Would be, would be kind of yeah. a kill after like this entire run that Miu had, but I mean, it's, it's not a bad they need, decision. It would be cool. No, TJBW needs to change it up a little bit because, yeah, like I don't want to, like I, they're both great. Like Yuka and Miu are both great, but I don't want to see them in the main event every fucking time. Like mix it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you no, know, let Hakari main event a show over, over them, you know? Um, she let the, let the nice international like, uh, belt do something more. Yeah, definitely. Well, like at least smaller shows, like main event, you know, like what New Japan would do with uh, with smaller belts, like it would be dope. Yeah, like how uh, even AEW does it. Like say, like Kenny has a match, but it's not for the belt, so he's not the main. They'll have like yeah, the, the women's it. title main event that show, or where the TNT belt. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice because it would it would give them spotlight other belts and like you can stretch them out for different shows and like that would be really cool. I Hikari's reign hasn't been anything too special so far, but I think that's mostly due to uh, COVID. I think that yeah, do, that derailed the momentum of that belt a lot. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of cool because she gets to work with uh, talent that usually wouldn't get the title shot, so she kind of mm-hmm. you know elevates them a bit and then gives them more more like bigger matches and just experience from that so it it doesn't benefit her but it benefits her opponents yeah so it, she's, it, she's already a star like she's made like yeah yeah and and now she can like help out yeah. others with giving them a bigger matches i kind of get that yeah it's cool like uh i would love to see her work with uh susan may that'd be a good that'd be a fun feud Oh, definitely. Also, her, cool her, her series of matches with uh, Kamiyu were great. Oh, definitely. Kamiyu is, is... She's got a lot better. Work. Like, I will give her so much credit. You know, she came in. She yeah. was just the model. She had literally no... Same thing with Hikari. They both had no prior athletic uh, background, but they're just, like, wrestling. Hikari wanted to do it, but you, uh, Kamiyu was just, like, I'll do it, I guess, because her talent agency asked her if she wanted to do it. She was trying to get more popular. And, and now we're talking about her. She was in the past after this. Mm-hmm. So we'll move right into that, which was uh, Benny or Asuka, depending on what you want to call her. Uh, teaming with Kamiyu versus Marika Kobashi and now Kakata. And it was uh, the, the noteworthy thing was the entrance. Of Asuka and uh, Yuki, it was uh, it was it was very unique. I would say. Yeah, it starts Definitely. off with starts off with Billie Eilish and goes straight into uh, Lady Gaga, and then as they go into the ring, Benny just starts twerking on the apron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dancing like 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 moving like models and like and then it was something. <laughs> And then on uh, the Maki Yuki Happy episode that just happened, Kamiyu was talking about it. And like she had no idea she was going to do that. So she's walking to the ring and she looks over and she just sees Venny shaking her ass. And she's like, oh, shit. 
Nice. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, she was like, oh shit, let me do it too. But she couldn't, like, oh, couldn't do it like she did. So she was like, yeah, let me stop. Oh yeah, that, that, that's funny. I didn't know that. That's actually, I still need to check out the episode. I checked out only the, the, the second part, uh, which I'll mention later because it's relevant to the main event. Um, this match really, there is like honestly not much to say about it. It was just, you know, guest yeah. appearance, having a fun match with, with, with the roster that like, yeah, like all the interactions. The, uh, most like uh, the, the two models, basically, Rika and Yuki, the, they're in a match together. They're going to be entertaining. Uh, Vinny, you did have some, you know, they did have some cool, uh, double team offense here. They're both, oh, yeah, they, they, they did. They're both like, like around the same really height, right? Like, I think Kamiya is a little bit taller, right? Than yeah, yeah, Vinny yeah. Is. She is like, she's, no one is taller than her. She, so, yeah, she is tall. That's a, was she 5'10, right? No, no, no. That's, uh, um, think, no, she's like 5'9. I think Lady C is taller, right? Lady C is 5'10. She's, yeah, yeah, Lady C. Definitely, definitely she's, uh, she's tall you know what's funny though like whenever i watch stardom and i see mm-hmm. himeka i always assume like she feels bigger than lady c oh yeah she she, she seemed like huge, yeah. yeah but she's only like she's like three inches shorter <laughs> which is crazy. like every time i look at i would uh, like i would flip-flop them like oh like lady c is like you know five foot seven or and then himeka's like five ten but no it's the opposite yeah, oh my god, that, that's just crazy. Yeah, he make it does have thing big, I remember, big facial expressions too whenever she wrestles. Oh yeah, she she's like uh, she just gets some attention with them. Mm-hmm. She's like great. No, not many people actually like her, and I feel like she she improved mm-hmm. and she just very very has a great moveset, like very yeah. powerhouse like, and and her reactions are great. She's very charismatic in that's that great. aspect. Yeah, because I remember I went back and watched the. Uh, the last year's five star final with her and uh Utami. Mm-hmm. And the whole match is like um Utami was selling because she was tired, right? Yeah. And then like, you know, whenever Himeko would hit a big move and she wouldn't stay down, you would just see on her face, she'd be like, What the fuck? What do I gotta do? Mm-hmm. And that was mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a little nice little segue I can go into um when they did this year's five star final. Um, people were mad that uh, Momo couldn't beat a tired Sherry, which is, you know, it. Yeah, I get it, but they did the same thing last year where Himeka couldn't beat a tired Utami, so it's not, you know, anything new. And it's yeah, Sherry. I right? mean, Sherry's it's Sherry. Yeah, yeah. They they literally threw their two best workers in there and told them to kick the shit out of each other and kick the shit out of each other. They did. I mean. Also, kind of. I mean, I get it. They want like Tiger, but if you, if you have like two two great wrestlers and you want them to like mm-hmm. bear the house down, so it's better to do that than make them like mm-hmm. oh, still you're tired and give you boring match. You know, after after you have like uh, your tummy versus uh, Tam, which was great, mm-hmm. and then you had uh, Takumi versus Shuri, which was fantastic. And if you have a main event that's underwhelming, it kind of ruins the entire show before it so i kind of get it yeah that's... the point of that okay go on sorry because like uh, if you set like the bar so high it just makes no sense that you for the sake of making it realistic yeah go with a very mediocre main event let's say yeah they actually like that was 
you know, because, you know, a lot of people assume that Julia was going to be in the finals, but she got injured. So they had a compromise. And I think they did. I think they made the best of it. I think they made like uh, it feel like it never there was never change the plan. It, everything just flew so well. And the entire yeah. tournament was so good. Like, because uh, I were to put my money so many on matches. Yeah, that that whole the talent level in stardom has increased exponentially in the past year, which is insane to think about when they're already so good. The, the bigger like. Uh, mind-blowing fact is you know because of very unfortunate mm -hmm. things their roster was like halved in 2020 like they lost yeah. so much talent they and lost like their all the foreigners are gone all, all their like top talent uh, hannah was supposed to be a top talent they yeah, lost the rest, rest Hazuki, hannah, that, was, Arisa. that was rough yeah Arisa, man she's just i was just unfortunate in her yeah, and Jungle got injured before, you know, and before this tournament, she was still part of the roster. That was you constant think, pain. Like, that was because that was like her whole thing. Like every time she would get like a push, she'd get injured. Uh, it's not lucky. I hope she takes time and gets, you know, recovers and then she goes to wrestle wherever she wants because, man, she's one of the best in the world. I, I hope she's gonna get to like yeah. a chance wherever she goes, whatever she wants to do. Uh, hopefully, she's finally gonna get that. But yeah, like I'm amazed by the people honestly. are like, would be dope. Would be dope. I feel like her her wrestling style would be really over in the states. Mm -hmm. She's because you know people see Joshi wrestlers as uh, as very unsafe uh, and things like that because the way they wrestle and they, she just they wrestle strong like style that. most of them do yeah and she's just very she just is very balanced yeah i she, feel like she would she would work oh she's excellent i used to call her uh samoa joshi because she did the muscle buster <laughs> <laughs> oh that's 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 a fantastic clip that, that's great well i like that uh, I like someone too, so I definitely find that fitting for her. Yeah. That's great. Like watch your matches and like come back and then we'll talk about Samoa Joshi. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to do an entire episode of comparing her to Samoa We need to do that. Uh, yeah, like that, that match was, you know, it happened. So how about, how about we go back to the show? <laughs> yeah, so we, we went up on a tangent there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Next up was another, uh, the first special tag match we had, which was, uh, Riho and Shoko Nakajima versus Ariso Endo and Suzume. Vivid Honey Mustard. Uh, I don't know what to say about this match because yeah. it was very much a squash match. Uh, yeah, it's a long dated squash, but that's the one thing. As I, as expected. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect Riho to lose, honestly. Like she was going to win. She's she's especially Shoko to lose. Yeah, Rio is a huge star, and they honestly, I they team together quite a bit whenever she shows up in TJPW. And it was it was a good match. They had a lot yeah. great. They're like, all good. A lot of great combinations. Even Arisu, and who debuted last year on, in January, she is not bad. She's definitely improving a lot. And Suzume is all about that. The energy and it's just it's it's so hard to not wa like to watch her match and not smile. It's just yeah. 
is so is fun there to watch. is one match like the, the one thing i noticed about suzume is whenever they give her a match they always give her long matches you go look at like I all know. her matches she always has time she never gets like super short matches they always give her time to go out there that's actually great yeah i didn't yeah. pay attention to that. i was watching um, check it out. the tag run that i reviewed for the show um the mm-hmm. longest match in that reign was against uh, her and Mirai. And that match was like 28 minutes or something like that. It was some crazy long match. Okay. And like that, most of the matches were like, didn't go longer than like 15, which was, and that which showed to me, yeah. And which honestly, what that showed to me was that they have a lot of faith in Susan May. They should. They the, they most of like the match she, was just her getting the heat. They're, you know, beating up her for most of the match. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, even in this match, too, it's the same thing. They're beating up Suzume. Yeah, because, you know, she's the character one and then and, and people definitely relate to her and like her. And I feel like she yeah, she's the next star. Exactly. She's, she's going to break out soon. She has to. Yeah. Don't ruin yeah. her. Don't if you if you don't do anything with her now, she's definitely going somewhere else. Stardom. Definitely. She has so much potential. Yeah. If they don't do anything with her, she's going to do what Natsupoi did. Possible, possible, yeah. Speaking of stardom, though, if Riho goes back, how are they going to do that? Because she used to tag with Starlight. Imagine, imagine if, 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 like, I don't know, like Suzume going to stardom kind of feels odd because, like, Suzume is like, um, she's perfect for TJPW. Yeah, she's perfect for TJP. She's, she's not an idol, but she's literally like the most adorable person on the planet. Yeah, just the the the, the character, the, the way she wrestles. She does her energy. And... Like that's <laughs> so sweet <laughs> that that's her finish because it's like a, it's like a bee sting or like a hornet. Like it just can come out of nowhere. And if if, if she goes to stardom, they need to attack her with uh, Saki Kashima. Like one of them strikes, it's over. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Or honestly, yeah, I was gonna say like uh, Azumi. I mm-hmm. think she'd work well with Azumi too. Definitely. Because she has the Azumi sushi. If, if, if they, you know, if they like put some one of them on the, sh- on the shoulders, they might be the same height as, as Lady C, so they could work. And then Lady C just gets a step ladder. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun little spot. Oh, definitely. I can definitely so see... Sorry, I was a little tangent. I can definitely oh, see Mina. Oh, you continue, continue. I can definitely see Mina trying to get her to do the pose at some point. <laughs> if she oh shows my up, God. that'd be hilarious. Can, can you imagine that? She did it to uh, Mayu. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. And then attack her. But like, can you imagine <laughs> Suzume? Shit, imagine Suzume doing that and then they show the camera from behind and you see her like wings flapping. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And it's just Yudagi and Mina <laughs> flapping them. <laughs> It's oh, that, so great. That'd be fantastic. All right. Yeah, yeah. So Riho and Shoko picked up the win. Did uh Susan May tab where she get pinned? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't I don't I don't actually remember they have how the exactly finishes on this. Match. Uh I, like if I remember correctly, uh they did what's it like I remember they did a I, I know that Rio did something. I can't. I can't remember the finish of this. Because I know she had her in a in a crab, and I know they she hit the six one. I don't know. Did they do the double six one nine? 
I remember that the the the, the, the she countered the six one nine, but I remember that if they did a double one, I just I remember that six one nine was countered. What? When when Shoko tried oh, it. Oh, I know. I remember she, how she lost. It was that sick ass senton that oh, right. Shoko did. I, I Shoko crushed her soul out of her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember mentioning because I was like, okay, her ribs are gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like all air came out of her. Because I remember Riho didn't move before it and then Shoko just nailed her. Okay, let's that, see. That senton hurt so much. Oh yeah, that was rough. Shoko didn't hold anything back. She got air on that one too. That was so like you're gonna take. Yeah, it this. was straight, straight <laughs> on the ribs. Like you know, I, she definitely felt that one in the morning. It it looks uh, Shoko senton looks so good because she's so small. It she literally is a cannonball. Yeah, she just falls like like when you like, like, like a bullet. if like a Yuki Rai would do that, it wouldn't look as good. Oh, definitely. I mean, after the, the match that happened, the show, like, I, I'm not sure she's capable of, doing of any senton after what, what happened to her. Uh, okay, and moving on, we have uh, the second special tag, which is Aja Kong and Moka Miyamoto versus Miyu Watanabe and Yuki Arai. Any thoughts yeah, about this, this one? Yeah, this is what they talk um, basically, a their match was uh, Yuki Arai getting bullied by Asha Kong. I don't know why they wanted to do that, but I remember just it was for a very long time. She was just getting her ass kicked. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely saving me. I just want to say that Arai and me are like the most wholesome team. I, I loved it. Yeah, and they're just the smile team. Yeah. And like what they tried to do here was Arai was, you know, taking all the all the beating. And of course, Mia was protected here, which was expected. She should. I think they're gearing her up for a big run, too, because, you know, she did that the double um, giant swing and that got her a lot. Yeah, of yeah. The notoriety. Here she went for Aja Kong for a, for a swing like two, three times and yeah. she couldn't do it. She's she's uh, strong, but not that not quite. She did a body slam though. So that, that's oh, nice. That, yeah, she she made her she made Dodge Kong go up for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, this was this was a nice match. Uh, if 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 you like watching Yuki Rai getting beat up and 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 like bullied, I guess you'll like it. The typical Dodge Kong stuff, I would say. Um, definitely very enjoyable match and. Uh, I remember that Aja Kong like planted you can ride with with the nastiest Saito suplex. Oh my god, that just looks oh, yeah, like her soul her. left her body. <laughs> yeah, she just was like, off you go. She said, we and <laughs> she was gone. <laughs> and, did she uh, get it with the trash can? Got the little trash can? Yeah, yeah, she did. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't funny, yeah. Did it make it did it make the noise or was it just like thump? Well, I remember it was quite loud. I guess like, oh, damn. Shit, she laid it in there then. Yeah. She, you're going to take it. Very, very fun match, I would say. And painful for you, Kirai. I mean, she improved a lot. This was a, a very great performance from her and super enjoyable match. Do you have anything that you remember from it? I, I don't. I, I don't Not think too I'm much. Just... I remember, you know, I just remember Aja Kong and sitting on Yuki's chest and crushing her soul. 
Oh yeah, I remember in the corner when 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 Yuki Wright was like slapping her, Ajako just fucking chopped her, and it's like, bam! <laughs> you just see like the little ghost leave her mouth. Yeah, yeah I think she just, <laughs> just it just went to the floor. It was all over. Oh my god! Yeah, and 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 the uh, and the trash can spot. I remember like Yuki Wright just. <laughs> I like cartoon weight, you know. She had to take all that. Yeah, but she like felt like cartoon weight, you know. When 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 so when someone gets shot in in those cartoons and then they just fall, that's how she fell after the <laughs> boom. That, that was kind of. Uh oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Audrey Kong enters is really cool though. That was sweet. She wasn't. She jacket. wasn't pulling any stops. No chilling. Oh my god, I forgot that that, that, that like. Uh, me did a swing, but of course not Aja Kong, but a yeah. little mocha. Oh mocha, yeah, then, she did like she caught her in midair. Yeah, oh, and then was... into Aja Kong, the spin ended like with her slamming oh, yeah, she... mocha in Aja Kong. Oh, that was sweet, dude. That was so great. Like how could I forget? I was like, I I knew that 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 that, that she did some spin. I couldn't remember what was. Yeah, it. That, that was sweet. I completely like that. I blanked on that, but when she said it, it was like now it's like all vivid in my head. Yeah, super, super good spot. Yeah, yeah, they great gotta, match. Like, yeah, yeah, they got to keep coming up with more spots for how to get people into it. Yeah, so many, so many ways to do a swing. Like they got to give her I, I, one I where she for. does it on Suzumane because Suzumane is like super small, or she just like goes like really, really yeah. fast. I mean, if she doesn't Suzume, I'd let her go. I feel like Suzume will go to like fifth throw or something. <laughs> she let it go. <laughs> <laughs> She would she would fly so I I I don't I don't know that's a good idea. Maybe maybe if they put some crash pad on on the side, that would that would that would help. That would definitely help. Um moving on to the match I had the most uh investment in, which is International Princess title. Uh the champion Kari Noah defending against Yuki Aino. Uh this match was good. You know, nothing you know, nothing out of the ordinary. They're both really good. Kari's gotten way better. She is say it was like a sweet, textbook match. Sweet fucking gimmick she has, dude. She has probably the best look in all of Joshi. Yeah, our girl Hikari is just we we were like all on her side. Yeah, like she's uh, she's a superstar. Yeah, she's she she was the main star in our eyes, and yeah. it was a great match because like they gave uh, Yuki I know like the in the in the beginning of the match they first they gave it to Hikari because she was like fast, and then when Yuki I know got mm-hmm. got to advantage, she was like dominating. And I remember like Hikari was doing a lot of limp work trying to slow her down, mm-hmm. and that was quite surprising because I didn't expect it. I didn't actually think they were gonna do anything like that, and it was just it was just. Great match with the lot back and forth. They were like trading all, all the time. Yeah. A great move. So like uh you you really couldn't guess who was gonna win here. It was a very 50-50 match. And uh was, that's was, why I liked it because it kept you invested. It was a good match because um like Yuki, she does she throws great suplexes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um and Hikari, you know, she she throws a really good super kick. Uh, and a ton of drop kicks. This time uh, she actually, I she remember did, she did like yeah, three. Only. Yeah, she didn't do like 15 like she normally does. I think I she got more why. comfortable because remember she used to do like 35 drop kicks in a match. 
And was, she wouldn't even care if she, what she hits. She just yeah, goes she just another, one, another one. I'm pretty sure her mom's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they don't even know how to how to, to take it. They just they just yeah, they're just there. sitting there. She just jumping in. Uh, she misses no problem. She goes. Do you know what uh Hikari, which is the Kerbal Twist, the pin she does, or is that the rolling death cradle she does? Uh I would say rolling death cradle. Blue, I, I remember that uh, is it the blue racer is the that like the uh, uh the pin like the last supper that uh darby does is that what that's called yeah I, but she, she yeah 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 she did that and she nearly won the match with that i remember yeah. that is yeah. that the crowbar twist she, yeah it's, yeah that's the crowbar that's the crowbar yeah. twist so i was watching a match and i think someone called her her rolling death cradle um the crowbar twist and i was like no mm-hmm. that don't sound right like I can't, not really. Yeah, it, it was actually a surprising spot. It was after her, like I don't know how it's called when she like is, is she like flying elbow strike lariat or like oh her uh, her running nightmare. chop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what it is. Like look at her hand. Like she has her hand out. Like she throws a chop. <laughs> Okay, because yeah. like you know, when she pulls because it's not like she doesn't have her arm fully extended for like a line or a lariat. Is literally like she has like the extension, like the handout, full, fingers extended, thumb thumb in, throws a chop, which is cool. Like that's I, I mean, because it's hickory, I wouldn't be surprised if she if she if she changed it up based on how she feels like that. That wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised if she like does that with like barbed wire one day. Don't give her ideas, please. We we want her to keep her safe. We we don't we don't want her to do more, please. She the, the exploding barbed wire. I wonder what her next one's gonna be. Not Junkazai. Mm-hmm. If she takes the if she takes the skewers, I'm gonna turn off the stream. Uh, I'll I'll stop watching DJPW because I don't wanna I don't wanna see what happens and how Hikaru looks like after that. I'll just I'll just act like it never happened. I'll just move on. I'll just relive the glory days. Yes, yes, exactly. I'll just, I'll just cry to them. But yeah, you know that Spider-Man meme. I'll just take the whole photo of Hikari and be like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hikari does win with the uh, Blizzard suplex, and I like the way she bridges on her suplex. It's not a clean bridge. Oh, remember, it's kind of like remember she, she did it in 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 the in the match in the middle. I, I, I remember like yeah, she does like the release like, version of it. Yeah, like he kind of jumped, and I remember like he could like did it, and she did like a like a crazy, crazy like uh, like stretch cell. Like I don't, I don't know what people like oh, doing she, a bridge yeah, with her crazy. body yeah, or she's something. Incredibly flexible, honestly. Yeah, it was it was insane. I remember that one. It was like explosive, and oh my god! Even the way she bridges too, but, like it's not like a normal like bridge. She like. Her, the way her legs are bent, like she's on her tippy toes and she's kind of like, she's not art, like her body isn't art. She's flat, but she's still bridging. It's kind of, it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> she she proves she isn't human. No, she just she's, proves uh, there. she's not human. She is. How would she be? Called? Uh, she's something. Hikari. We'll figure out there, what. There, there, there he goes. She's Noah. She, I, she, she is Noah. She's there Noah. we go. She's Noah. She's Noah. That's, that's all we need to know. All right, moving on. We uh, we had um, yeah. the match that caused you extreme despair. Oh my god! The Princess Tag Team Title Match. Uh, the Magical Sugar Rabbits 
Mizuki and Sa- uh, Yuka Sakazaki, I almost called her Saki-sama, uh, <laughs> taking on the champions of New Bishikun, Mason Michelle, and Saki-sama. You already knew from the entrance that uh, this this wouldn't go well for Neo Bishkigan. So like they had uh, the best entrance, like they had a special entrance. Oh yeah, that's like you can't beat that. Like it was, yeah, it was like a spinning throne, and like Saki-san was sitting on it of the throne of roses, and yeah. then like made and nobody else, honestly, nobody else could pull that off. Like not even like Yutami could pull something like that off and look no, that, no, look that no. great. Yeah. And then Mesa Michelle is going with uh, with uh, like her plate with uh, roses and belt, and she drops it. She drops. She literally dropped the, the ball. That was it. The match is over. Nah, that was it. You, you just knew that was like a bad omen. You just you just knew you just knew what was coming. This match honestly was insanely fun because like I mean you have like great teams with great chemistry. Mm-hmm. It just had so much of like character. And funny stuff. Yeah. I remember, like they mix in the, the comedy they, well. Yeah, like when they they're all good the, wrestlers. Like they're all four of them are good wrestlers. Insane. And when they, they put like Saki Sama on the plate, and then like put the uh, and they spun her around on on her back, <laughs> and yeah. they spun her around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a cool shot too of uh, in the beginning while uh, New Bishki was making their entrance where. Uh, Yuka and Mizuki are sitting on the apron holding each other's hand, like meditating. That was a cool Yeah, cool yeah, shot. yeah. That was like a bonding moment. Yeah, that yeah. was great. And then remember like Yuka's strength when she launched to Mizuki from her shoulder. Yeah, well, she that was insane. No, she's strong. Like she's like surprisingly strong. She's like um who's who's super strong as you wouldn't think about. <laughs> That's we need like a match, just a test of strength between Miu and Yuka. Just give us that. Don't let them wrestle. Just, just let's see that they're strength, you know. She should do the UFO like uh, Cesaro does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would make sense for her. She could do it on like smaller people. Like Definitely. Hit, like I always go back, like we hit Susan May with it because, you know, Susan May's very, very tiny. Why do you have against Suzume? Why do you want to? I love Suzume, but she's the one that she's the one that can do all the cool spots. That's that's fair, I guess. And Uh, there was like the the coolest part of the night when uh, Yuka and Mizuki were on the on the rope, and basically, I think it was Mizuki jumped outside of the ring, and yeah, she did a dive. Honestly, I thought they were both going to jump onto Saki somewhere. I thought I literally thought uh, Mizuki was going to do a moonsault off the top rope. Oh my god, it, it, I don't blame you. It's just kind of, you didn't know what to expect. Yeah. The only thing that they were there for a minute, they were standing up there for like a good five seconds. Yeah, yeah, because they were like adjusting. Yeah. And like it, I would, it was an easy spot to pull off. Yeah, I don't want them to fall. Yeah, but the only problem was that camera only caught uh, Mizuki. Yeah. So we never seen. Did she get a Magic well. Girl splash? Uh, or is it just like a normal. I don't know because mm-hmm. we couldn't see. So like, you know, we she, we we only saw Mizuki jumping normally on yeah. the side. Like she the didn't hit body. the. Um, she did not hit the uh, rolling rolling candy this time, did she? On what the camera? No, she did not. Which is surprising. I would think at least um, it would have been a cool thing if like uh, May held up the tray and she dives onto the tray and it falls onto her. Ooh, 
that would, that would be great. I'm talking about May. May proved to us that she's not a goblin. She's a witch. So oh, yeah, she there got goes the, your she got the mystery. broom and jumped off the top rope. <laughs> yeah, like a witch and, and uh, with her knees. So um, there, there goes your answer, Chris. And uh, Aki, she's not she's not a goblin. She's a witch. So no, like, speaking of commentary, got to give a big shout out to Chris Brooks. What a commentator. He's um, actually really good. And he has a good voice for you, too. But both of them did a great job because yeah. they kind of add both to it in their own way, and yeah. which is very enjoyable. It's, it's very hard to find a good English commentator. They did an exceptional yeah. job, especially for main event. Yeah. Aki is a very much a hype man. And Chris has, he's um, more insightful and he take he knows more of like the history of the wrestlers, which is great. That helps out a lot. Definitely. Also, I say he does a lot of good commentary or TJPW when he's not uh, working for DDT. Uh, Definitely, yeah. He's just all over the place, you know. Is uh, is Aki even signed with Gambare, or is he just Choco Pro and just does work for Gambare? I feel like he's freelancing <laughs> because he, he he's he was also in old Japan and and he was in DDT he was just in that tournament right that uh, Gambare had didn't then he was he entered into like that championship tournament they had I think it was I I I, I don't remember who who was it like all people yeah and too, I have too no much wrestling who, to yeah pull. I have no idea he was in Gambare I just know he was there. <laughs> Too, too too many like too yeah. many shows too too many things I can't remember everything. So like this match ended with uh, Mizuki doing cutie special on Mason Michelle and it did we have a new tag team champions. Damn damn them. I was very very sad. I just imagine you slamming really, your desk. That that was me in the match after. Damn it. This one I was uh, this one was the preparation for the disaster. <laughs> Um, it was a great match, super enjoyable. They, say, yeah, they set us up for uh, what happens in a little bit. Oh my god, but this was yeah. so, so yeah, it was an extremely like, fun really... match, sweet, yeah. You know, four good workers <laughs> doing mixing the comedy, good spots, nice cutie special ended. What a fitting move for to the flow. cutie special, definitely. Uh, I don't know how we can beat a witch with that, but. I guess, I guess that's possible. Gotta hold the shoulders down. Yeah. So we have a main event. The main event. Prince is a Princess Championship, which is still a ridiculous title when I say it out loud. Uh, Princess Princess title. Miyu Mashita defending against Tamaki Ito. And man. Tamaki Ito comes in looking like million bucks, like she has her own concert. And like, I don't know if it was it wasn't like this the whole show, but they did the um like the lighting. I think they changed it for the main event, did they? No, they put like extra reflector reflectors for her like match. But um, yeah, they did the um her entrance. Like they gave her yeah, definitely. Did they, they gave her did they I, give her pyro? I don't think they did. I don't remember. I remember that they put a lot of lights and that she was like, uh, uh, they, they kind of spotlighted her a little bit. I don't think, I think she actually they had some pyro because yeah, like I remember fire pyro, I mean, I had not some like smoke. fireworks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, they did have yeah. smoke in the arena. There was definitely smoke in there. I remember I that. Much. It was. I just remember it was like a ton of lights. That, that's what I remember. Yeah. It wasn't the TNA lasers though, where it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they need to add that just just for some special addresses. Yeah. And Miu was well, typical Miu like just there, there, just yeah. cold, ready to kill. Definitely, yeah, you could just you just knew what she what she was gonna do. And when the match started, yeah. it was very intense, super super intense. That was like it just felt like a big match with the build up with with history and. Oh yeah, they definitely like, leaned into this. Probably has, um, outside of Essa, uh, Starlight Kids change this year. This is the best build in Joshi that's happened all year. It's hard to disagree. Like to, I just this match was perfect with playing with your heartstrings. They just knew exactly how to play with your feelings. Yeah, the entire time. And this this match delivered. Definitely. It, they, Definitely. It didn't, this match was, it's not a bad match. It's just the ending that has people upset and oh, can't. Match is, match is exceptional with the build up, with the spots, with, yeah. with like Maki. Because remember, Maki, we, were, like, we were watching it. We were like both so enthralled with just the whole presentation of it, the way they had the lighting. Mm-hmm. And the, the especially camera the, work. the camera work, how the ring was mic'd up. Like it was, ah, oh, man, it was. Uh, it was great. I remember, like, this, yeah, you just the you're sitting there, that, you're leaning into your screen, trying to not not miss anything. I mean, look, even without the result, this match is if you if you haven't seen the show, yeah. this match is like must watch. Like, yeah, if you're if even you're gonna, if you don't know the story, it's great. Yeah, and speaking of the story, we got something special for that plan later. <laughs> but um, yeah, like if you're gonna go out of your way to like if you if you've never watched CJPW before and you know you're listening to us for the first time, uh, I would highly implore you uh, to go find this match and watch it. It's not hard to find. You can go on Wrestle Universe and uh, subscribe to the service, which is free up now until January because they recently yeah. upgraded yeah. it in this month, October. So from October all the way through January, it's a free service. So you won't have to pay till January. So, and there's a lot of different things on Wrestle Universes, but Gambare, Noah, uh, Rojo, DDT, TJPW, of course. So you're getting a lot of bang for you, but I think it's probably one of the best streaming services. And now they added a toggle to toggle between um, English and Japanese commentary. So many adjustments, yeah. and, and it's only nine hundred yen. It's, it's yeah. actually cheaper than most of the services. Yeah, it's super cheap. Yeah. So for this match, with how it went was, uh, Maki didn't play around. No, uh, she didn't. No, there was there was no thing like uh, who is the cutest in the world. That was like just. Oh no, there was no. Spirit. There was no theatrics. It was just a fight. Yeah, and Maki she was, wanted like, to trying win. so hard. Maki so hard she was attacking Miu. Miu actually was kind of in the beginning of behind mm-hmm. and then every kick that Miu hit the momentum slowly shifted and the heartbreaking yeah. moment was uh, when Miu hit uh, uh, like I remember that she hit her finish her first time she and hit then the, she um, did this she hit the uh, attitude adjustment first, I believe, right? 
Yeah, yeah, the uh, the Avalanche she, one first. Did she skull she skull kicked her and then hit the crash rabbit, right? Because normally yeah, it's the yeah, other way. Normally it's the other way around, right? Yeah, when she did skull kick, it was like that's supposed uh, to be that's the kill. Like it's been like that yeah. for like a little bit. Where it used to be like the reverse, like the crash rabbit would be her finish, but now she kind of did the skull kick more often. But the but the the, the, the like <clears throat> skull kick was so so. So sad because Mackie is literally on the floor screaming because she knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. And Just and like roundhouse. You want her you want her to 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 to, to win to, like you, to like, I was fully expecting her to duck that one. Oh my god. And when she hits her, you're kind of disbelief and it just felt unreal. Also I need to mention forgot there's like a spot when she does a fist bump. Like she does her middle finger and then Mio face bump her. And when Maki was going for a sharpshooter, Mio hit the loudest headbutt. You could just mm. hear the thud from it. I wonder, honestly, I, I do wonder if they, uh, they played a little bit after that. Cause it wasn't in the match, but okay. like it, they had to cut somebody open. Cause that was thunk. You heard that like yeah, solid, that was- just like, wasn't like a hollow sound. It was skull versus skull. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had another Super one too, right? Super. Was uh, the standing up one where Ma- uh, Maki had uh, head butted uh, Miyu. That yeah, was loud that too. Also, uh, yeah, but this match is super sweet. Hit. Like um, in the beginning, you know, they do a little exchange. Uh, Maki hits the not Maki. Uh, Miyu hits the screw kick on the floor. Mm-hmm. That was in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, and then she does the, uh, and then they go to the outside, and uh, Ma- Maki hits her uh, uh, back on the uh, Yeah, she hits the, her back on. They brawl on the outside. They get back onto the apron. She ends up hitting her uh, Randy Orton DDZ. The, she instead of draping her on then, the rope, she draped her on the uh, turnbuckle, which is cool. And then also the tonality of the apron. Oh, that was awesome. That was, that was sick. So smooth. And she had to jump pretty far for that too. Like Maki and Mew was pretty far out. Yeah, she wasn't even close. And then yeah. I and think that, that apron happen. wasn't there was no room on that apron to run comfortably. She had a one two <laughs> one two jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's even outside of the mat. And then when she got up, she you know she did her she does her scream and like yeah that's Ada like she's yeah she's fired up let's go. Yeah, like I mean we can talk about this match so so much like so many things but like you really are doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the less we say about it, the better it will be for you in the end to watch it. Yeah, I mean even even without like even without the result, just ignoring it, that this match is still worth watching. Um, it's this for sure match of the year contender, mm-hmm. uh, and like the, the piece of this that match, like yeah. the moment I remember forever is Chris's commentary when oh uh, when like <laughs> oh yeah keep go ahead when it when happens and 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 he goes like son of a and you literally hear him like, throw his headset yeah and and you can just hear his voice he sounds he's about to cry like, like he's so you can upset. hear the disappointment. Same for 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 Aki. Like you can you can hear the same. Sound. Like both just sad because this and, was supposed to be. Like, it was supposed to be the moment. This is it. They're never gonna get yeah, this back, I, which is which sucks. I never I never seen a better com like not seen like heard better commentary piece for a match. Yeah, that's kind of biased. but just ads. Yeah, and they're both crying. 
and like the ending of this match will go down definitely in history the all-timer definitely uh yeah the match starts to go downhill uh maki and i'm damn it the two m's (laughs) but miyu hits the uh her uh step up uh you know she jumps off the a return crush the kick the um the kick she does where she jumps off uh the corner hey a return crush yeah she hits that and then that's when it starts to go downhill for maki And then when she, never, when she knocks her out and there was a down and the referee had to count, that was kind of the moment. Yeah, we're like, what's going to happen? And that's when they they got up and she hit the, the skull kick, huh? Like, Maggie had some insane counters to the to the, her, to the tries of Mew. Yeah. Like, first time it was like rolling. And second time she was like pinning with her kick. It was insane. Yeah. And she did. She honestly did a lot of good counters with the uh, head, with her headbutts. She locked in the lion tamer, didn't she? At some point. She didn't get yeah, her uh, eagle like, special, uh, but she got the um, the lion tamer in. Yeah. Yeah. That's when she went for it after the lion tamer. Yeah. It, was, it was super great because like it was so, so great <laughs> intense and like her counters <laughs> were feeling very very like thought out like she she was because when's the last time she lost to Miu was it that it was earlier this year right when she um this year special uh, match yeah 4th of January yeah yeah that's yeah the singles match at uh the Corican show that's when she was crying yeah she kicked her head off yeah and that was a that was was a uh, knockout Mm, yep it was it was a free stoppage yeah Man, um, yeah, uh, Miu ends up winning the match after an AA skull kick and a crash rabbit. It which honestly, if you're watching the match, if you were you were watching the match live, you 100 percent expected her to kick out. You're oh like, there, yeah, you, I was, I was you're like, like, there's no way. They're like, she is this like they're giving her this, like she's kicking out of all this. You're like telling yourself there, there, there has to be more. There is no way this, this is over. It, it can be like this. You know, you're just telling yourself that. And then and one, it is like this. two, three. Me retains. And that moment, it hits you. And that moment hits so hard. Oh and my God. When you're watching. This is why wrestling is beautiful. Even yeah. when it's sad, you appreciate it. You know, it's just, even though you're not happy. It's all about the, the moments. It's all about the moment. Yeah, it, it's a moment. I, I highly implore you if you're watching the Japanese commentary to switch to the English for the finish to hear the commentary's reaction because man, that adds so much weight to this ending. So yeah, me. Lo- <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Maki loses. Me retains. <laughs> we um, hope that me would lose. That's why yeah, we definitely did. Like we had so much shit planned out. Um, but yeah, they go up to the ramp post-match, you know, whole rosters out there. And then they have a special announcement, which was Wrestle Princess 3 is going to be at Rio Goku Sumo Arena. So that's hopefully they get like a, a super big crowd for that. I hope they get a big turnout. I know a lot of people are mad. A lot of people have canceled their uh, subscriptions. 
I don't. Uh, no, all the people said it was a bad business decision. I, I don't see how. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's, it's people like, are just mad that Monkey like, lost mostly, and it's like it's. I mean, it's not like Monkey can but, still do it. Yeah, it's not like her hype is gonna die out. It's just the, she's not Naito. Yeah. She's gonna be fine. Yeah, the way I look at it is like Miu's Miu is that company right now. They haven't. Besides Yuka, but Yuka Yuka's going on excursion every now and then, so they don't want the belt on her. And Miu is the best worker they have, so they're waiting, honestly, for like someone else to come I mean, up. It's also great because you know Monkey's continuously proving, so maybe it's not the right time yet. Maybe yeah. this is you know, probably just another part of the story to 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 give her more yeah. of a change and just make her a complete pro wrestler. Yeah, she, she's the one getting thing it. I wanted. Yeah, she's getting there. Definitely. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, was, I was disappointed more because of something that you'll see um, uh, more than her getting her moment. I don't know. It, the sadness, I feel like it's going to make the moment just so sweeter. It's, when it's a very wins. bittersweet feeling at the end of the match, at the end of the show, where you were all mm. fired up, you know. All you're waiting for is that one, two, three, or the tap. But no, but oh yeah, we forgot that Maki hit a top rope headbutt for once. She normally misses. Oh yeah, she actually did. Yeah, yeah. She actually hit it to the back. I forgot. Yeah, she did barely. I, I feel yeah. like whenever she hits it, she pushes her opponent so far that she barely she hits has it. To do she has to jump like she's RBD. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> I also wanted to, you guys to know one important, uh, one important fact. And that's that Palm tried to eat a bubble. Uh, that, that's just very important. You need to know. <laughs> what kind of face did she make after she ate the bubble? Um, I, I couldn't see because they moved the camera. I just, I just, I just saw her like trying to eat the bubble. That sounds like Palm. It was great. Yeah. It's important information, you know, without it, you wouldn't be able to sleep. So now when you, when you know that, it's, you can it's, much, easy. it's much greater. Yeah, you can rest easy. And knowing that uh, Noah is still your champ. The people's so champ. It's all good. People's champion, right? If, 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 if she had lost, we wouldn't be reviewing the show right now. We would be Definitely still not. But in, honestly, in I wouldn't crying. have been surprised. Like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, they're probably just going to give it to her. Give it to Yuki because... The rain honestly hasn't been that great. Like I said, it was 50 50. Yeah. It wouldn't be surprised with any result. You know, the only surprising result, honestly, was Maki match because, like, you, like, both matches before were like 50 50. They can go with both, but we're like, no way, Maki's losing with everything. And, and I guarantee uh, you, too, she would have came back with a red belt. She would have made it, so? she would change the red. I guarantee you. Mm, that's possible. That would actually be kind of cool, honestly. Yeah. That's that's something that from AEW that I would like to see mm -hmm. more people do. Is like with the TNT Championship, every TNT champion gets a different belt. The only thing I want is like the back part of the belt to say kawaii. It'll be very fit. <laughs> it's a big ass ribbon on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, that was the show. Uh, yeah. It was I, I think super it was like fun, quite mid, long. Yeah, gut wrenching. With super super long pre-show. I remember like pre-show went for like two hours. Oh yeah, we were sitting there like trying to figure out. We were trying to get Stardom on at the same time, mm -hmm. <laughs> but like the pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show was like two hours. 
we're sitting they're showing old matches they showed the first match between uh miyu and maki from like what 2017 they showed some, some pre-show comments and stuff it was a big deal oh, yeah all the wrestlers came um, out and you know said a little thing before the show that was cool noah had her uh Kasai shirt was like it was it wasn't too long. It's it's a very fun time. It's just it's just one thing I like about TGPW is that show feels wholesome, positive. Everything is about good energy. You know, even if 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 your favorite loses and you're not super super invested into the wrestler, you'll still be like, ah, oh, this was fun show, and still feel that mm-hmm. I would say like the feeling of butterflies in your stomach. And like, ah, oh, this was so fun, so great, and still feel that warmth. Yeah. If you're watching, if this is your first time watching TJPW, you'll find something you like. Guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. And that's probably Hikari Singh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you guys, you've heard us say Hikari's name so many times, but yeah, she is a superstar. You'll, you'll see why. Yeah. You'll see why. This is just the beginning. We're just warming you up. I just, this. I just, I just hope that she takes her time during her entrance because she, goes too fast every time she's like <laughs> her song hits she's out like she's already on the turnbuckle definitely it's just like but, but like she's always on. she's always hyped like she's always bouncing like she's just ready to go like she just wants to rest yeah you blink she's in the ring like truly yeah that was super fun um as we wrap this up do you want to tell them about the the project we had <laughs> we were making so we had a we had a project of um, our dear Makito's story show her finally getting her moment. We were like 99% sure she was going to win. We were like, no way she's losing. Mm-hmm. So I prepared a video before the match so I can finish the match and he loses. So I had to uh, somewhat change it and go from her championship uh, journey to her character development. And uh video will still be up. You I hope you'll will like it. Um the feel free to, to be as disappointed that it's not happy ending as we were with the match. There was not much you could do, but even too like uh, that's why it hurts even more. Yeah, it definitely sucked. Cause I remember when I first messaged you about it, we were both fairly sure she was like there's even when we were talking, like there's no way, like there's no way she loses. There's, like but like we were still tentative like okay even while editing i was like okay with everything i went through you know i just reminded myself like no way she's losing she She went through a lot this year like she did a lot more than people like realize damn it i mean she faced me or she lost to me and she she lost to rika for the or the uh, Princess of Princess title this mm-hmm. year, like, you know, she she lost two big matches. You're like, no way she's yeah. losing. No. Wait, did she, Rosa, she lost to 2020, right? That was that match uh, where she had the I international actually, title. I think it was actually 2019, like ending of it. Oh, yeah, that's right before the pandemic, because. Yeah, yeah. Rosa had that belt for like over a year. She had like for like 400 days, didn't she? before she relinquished it something like that yeah but like in, even in 2021 she lost to me and then for Prince, that's so strange Michael, I, so I, like, to think about like that t- the thunder rosa was here it could like considering how she is now like the type of wrestler she is now like you would not expect her to be in tjpw of all things 
how about uh, Hikari versus Thunder Rosa for like Ooh, in a hardcore match? A lights out match. Let's go. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. Put it on go. main event. Wrestle Princess three. Brit Breaker who? Yeah, who? Ain't no dancers Ooh, over exactly. here. We have a real hardcore legend here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a show. Um, as as you heard Storm talk about, we had the uh, the Maki Project plan, which I'll still be releasing. I'll be releasing the uh, preview on my Twitter, and the full version will be up on my Patreon. And honestly, if you have no investment, if you don't know anything about the build for this match. It'll catch you up. You'll be excited to watch. So I would yeah, definitely implore you to watch that before you watch the uh, actual match. You should put you up in the in the mood, especially the preview, because we made it before the match. So like, if you just watch the preview, yeah, the preview uh, starts way before Patreon. the uh, this all started. Way before her even her uh, uh, Princess Cup run, it starts yeah, off so in like, twenty nineteen actually. So what pre will have on Twitter is before the match, so you can check it out as a hype video and Patreon is gonna have the match inside. So like uh on patreon.com slash strong stylish. Uh no PW. PW is only on the Twitter. So if you wanna check me out on Twitter, it's at strong stylish PW and Storm is uh Storm Highlights. Storm highlights. Right? Yes. So yep. you can follow both word. of us on Twitter. One no no dashes, no um, underscores for either of us. Just strong drives, PW and Storm highlights. You can catch us both there. And honestly, thank you, Storm, for showing up. It's been fun getting to know you over the past few weeks. This has been thank fun you ride. for inviting me. It was, it was it was like when you approached me for the video, I was like, okay, I will I will really help. And then when I started talking to you, I realized that you were like a very fun person, and I really got interested this man, like into this thing, and like to do this. So like, uh, this was fun. It was very nice, like this period to get to know you, and I cannot wait to see more. Yeah, it's it was fun. Um, I I told you the story about how like it was hard to find you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, was it Sammy, the that guy? Yeah, Sammy. Men- Thank you, you, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, I know you you're this, listening. You're yeah, you're gonna be listening. Thank you. You made for this happen, that. honestly. Yeah, I've, I've exactly. worked with. Um, I want to give shout out to uh, Over by Design who made every every graphic you see that I have was made by that man. So. Big thank you. Amazing. Without him, none of this would happen. Um, also, Cheese has done amazing work for me. He's done three music videos so far for me. He did, um, as I talked about in the beginning of the show, uh, Saya Kamatani, Saya Busa. He did one for her, which is on my YouTube. The full version is on, full version is on my YouTube. The Twitter version is on Twitter, obviously. If you go back, it's literally the first tweet I ever made on the account. So you can go find that one there. Uh, you can also, another, you know, everybody that was, that have one made for is on the show, except for Mayu. And, uh, yes, like you have Mayu and Starlet. Quite the collection. Yeah. The second one the was for boots. Miyu Watanabe, which is a, a big focal point of this show. So you can find her music video. Uh, and then I have one for uh, Mayu Iwatani, which is also made by Cheese. And then the fourth one I have was made by uh, Rev Revolution. He made one for uh, the 
how do you put this? The uh, transformation of uh, Starlight Kid. So those are yeah. all great. And the full version for the Starlight Kid one is also on my YouTube, which I'll link in the show notes and the video description, depending on where you're watching. But yeah, thank you, Storm. I'll see you uh, next you time. Thank you for having me. Uh, we'll yeah, try to definitely. do this. But now I'm planning monthly, but we'll see what happens. Maybe you'll get one in two weeks. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm more than happy for this. So thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you for having me. No problem. Hey guys, this is uh, post editing uh, Sonoda. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for sticking around and uh, listening. And also give a big thank you to everybody that's helped me along the way uh, over by design for making all of my branding. Cheese for making incredible music videos for me. Rev as well. Thank you. You've been incredible. Storm, you've been awesome. And soon STS. Thank you guys for working with me and allowing my my visions to come to life. Uh, I know this episode is taking a long time to come out, but um, I honestly haven't been the best place mentally. So, and I just want to provide you guys with the best listening experience you can. You know, as you can hear um, throughout the episode, there's been some interruptions. You know, some a uh, little bit of background noise, and I try to eliminate eliminate that as much as possible. So, I thank you guys for sticking around. I know I was supposed to do this like two months ago, so thank you guys for still being here, and uh, I hope you guys stick around for the long haul. Thank you. <laughs>